Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, equipping men for growth in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Check out menofiron.org to learn more about how you can get involved in or support the vision of changing a culture one man at a time. Thanks for listening. Here's your host, Chad Zook. Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. This is episode 68. In this podcast episode, I talk to Dr. Mark Pitts and his daughter, Becky Thompson, and we are all about encouraging dads, stepdads, and granddads in this episode, which is why we entitled it, Dad, You've Got This. You see, every stage of being a dad comes with its own set of circumstances and challenges, but one challenge encompasses them all. How do I become the best dad I can be. So Becky and her dad, Mark, created the Midnight Dad devotional. And also there's a a Facebook community called the Midnight Dad community on Facebook where they work together uh, to empower and encourage men every single night and also through this devotion. You see, they believe that, that men need to understand, specifically dads need to understand the father's heart so that they can be encouraged, strengthened, and challenged in their role as a dad. This goes right into what we believe here at Men of Iron, because we exist to change a culture one man at a time. And one of the five Fs is family. So we're going to lean into encouraging dads, stepdads, and granddads today in this episode. You are going to be encouraged. You're going to be fired up with this episode. Stay tuned. But now, a word from our sponsors. This podcast episode is brought to you by Brookside Brothers, a full residential remodeler in the Lancaster area. They have been delivering quality craftsmanship for over 20 years. Following lifetime careers in residential construction, Troy and Todd Weaver formed Brookside Brothers in 1999. They grew up in the Mannheim community and much of their work has been done in those areas. They utilize an easy three-step process. They listen. They listen to your hopes and dreams to make them a reality for you. Then they collaborate. They partner with you, the client, to create effective solutions. And lastly, they build. But they build in such a way that you don't feel like a stranger in your own home throughout the building process. You can see a gallery of their work on Instagram at brookside.brothers on Instagram. Or you can also just go to their website, brooksidebrothers.com. In there, you'll be able to see some other things that they've done, and also you can get a free quote. So check out Brookside Brothers. If you're needing a remodel, you need a a small addition, maybe your kitchen needs redone, a bathroom, uh, maybe it's a a mother-in-law suite, whatever it is that you need as far as your building and remodeling needs, they can do it. BrooksideBrothers.com is where you need to go for that. And if you love to support local businesses, like we love to support local businesses here at Men of Iron, then you maybe you needed to give Brookside Brothers a call and tell them that Men of Iron sent you. This is the Men of Iron podcast, and this is Chad Zook, your host. And I have the privilege of bringing on Becky Thompson and her dad, Mark Pitts. And they have a unique mission that they're on, and it is connecting dads spiritually. And also it's called just the Midnight Dad Devotional. This is something that Becky's been in doing for a long time for moms. And now I'm so inspired and so grateful to have this opportunity to have a conversation with both you, Becky and Mark. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having us on, Chad. We're happy to be with you. We're really blessed with the opportunity to speak with you and your audience. 
you know, we were just talking a minute ago just about the special relationship that you guys have. And, and I told you about the relationship I have with my daughter and, uh, and just really a joy and really the special thing that you guys are doing doing ministry together. And I know, Becky, you have been doing something similar for a long time. You have the Midnight Mom community. And judging by the statistics, 1.3 million followers of that. That is yeah. a legit following. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was something that sprung up out of a felt need for moms who were awake in the middle of the night, whether they had a newborn or a teenager and they were worried. And yeah, so it was just a place for moms to come together and pray together and lift each other up. And after a few years of running that with my mom, we had a lot of requests. Is there anything like this for dads? Dads are up at night too, and dads need encouragement no matter the time of night or day. And then the Midnight Dad Devotional Community was born, and uh, now I get to run that with my dad, and he's taken the lead, and it's just been wonderful. Awesome. So, so what does that look like? Because it's just, it's truthfully, it's such a foreign idea. Uh, what is it? What does it look like practically to have this type of, you know, Midnight Dad Community and devotional? Obviously, I know that there's a book that's that just got released actually mm -hmm. uh, late April. Yes, that's right. So, um, what does it look like practically? Well, um, I would say that I would say that it's just I took my cue, uh, took my cue from the Midnight Mom devotional. And I, I haven't <clears throat> not really thought so much about the way the that the Midnight Moms come together. I thought about it more uh, from a standpoint of a dad and the idea that a dad is looking for has different issues, different worries, different concerns. Mm -hmm. And so what we wanted to do, what I wanted to do was pray to his concerns. And actually being a dad and being a, a grandfather, the concerns I had when I was the age of many of the men who are reading this, and then even as I've gotten older, recognizing and remembering the type of issues that I felt that I had struggles with mm -hmm. and felt like those struggles haven't changed. Those types of issues haven't changed. And that's who I, that's, that's what I wanted to pray to. Oh, that's and awesome. so the actual, um, the way it works, you know, if you're unfamiliar and you're listening, what is, what do you mean this online community? It was begun on Facebook. And um, so this is where the mom community exists, but then also we created the separate dad page. So if you're familiar with Facebook and that sort of social media, it's just a page. It's not a group. You don't have to request to join. You can just follow along. And then every night at 830, dad will sit down and write a unique prayer for a dad in a very specific situation, mm -hmm. whether it's a dad who needs wisdom or the dad who keeps going or the dad who knows where his strength comes from. Mm -hmm. These are the dads that my dad is praying for. And it's so cool as his daughter, and I will brag on him as often as I can because he's the real deal. You know, there are people who are waiting to point out your faults. And then hopefully there are just as many people waiting to cheer you on and say, I know the real one and he's great. Yeah. So, you know, as his daughter, I can say that the man who's praying for other fathers knows what it means to have a relationship with his heavenly father and to be a really great dad. So practically 8.30 every night, a new prayer goes up and men start to read and comment and share and pray for each other. And it's just a really cool opportunity. Wow. That's such a great way to connect men and to get that quick punch and a prayer and devotional, you know, just kind of that charge for men. And, you know, it, that's one of the things, Mark, you kind of alluded to is just the unique challenges. There are unique challenges that come for dads at every phase of life. I mean, my I have my son who on Mother's Day will be 25 and then my daughter 17. So we're like a couple months from empty nesters and we don't even know what that looks like. I mean, we've never done it. So uh, we know what it's like to be, you know, married and not have kids, but that was kind of like, 
several versions of us ago. So we, <laughs> we, it's been a long That's time. And uh, so, so what type of audience are you trying to connect with on Midnight Dad? I, I know that, you know, Becky, you just said for guys in different situations, but, but particularly like, who are you trying to hit? Are you trying to hit the, the new dad, the one who's kind of in the middle, you know, middle stages, like middle earth of fatherhood, so to speak, or uh, empty nesters like I'm soon to be? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to hit, uh, I try to hit everybody. And I know that every single night, every single prayer doesn't reach every single man. That's just the way it is. Sure. Um, there are single dads that, uh, that the prayer may not reach. It may reach, it's going to be reaching that particular night. It might be reaching a dad with a large family, or he might be reaching a multi-generational dad, or it might be a dad, uh, who has, uh, who is a, um, uh, maybe he's a stepdad. Um, you know, it, it attempts to reach a dad wherever he is as a dad mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the issues may change each night uh, the issues will change each night but it will be a single dad uh every dad it's attempts every to reach dad. every dad yes all the dads all the, the dads was perfect because yes. it's so true it's all the dads you know and we try to make sure that um you know because the midnight mom did start for moms up at midnight and you think of like the newborn moms you know up changing diaper and doing that whole thing we understand that the name kind of can get confusing especially when you're talking about dads but we know that you know continuing on the theme of prayer and continuing on the name of the ministry it's still called the midnight dad devotional but these dads like my own dad said it's it's all of them whether they're newborns or granddads or the dads who are starting you know almost like starting over they they have kids that have gone out the door like years are about to go out the door and you know suddenly they're adopting again you know mm -hmm. we hit dads in every season of life which is so cool because i want to speak into this it's so important chad the needs like like mark my dad just said haven't changed you know generationally they're all the same we have different situations that we might go through generation by generation but the felt need the need for wisdom the need for strength the need to know where your source what your source is and who your source is that's the same and uh, and i think that's why we can reach so many different fathers yeah i can remember back to early fatherhood for me and i mean everything that you just said, Becky, is is what I needed and didn't have, you know, just kind of like that. I'm not going to say lonely. Uh, I don't typically kind of struggle with loneliness, but it but it's kind of like you're you're on an island by yourself trying to figure it out. And it's like you're trying to figure yourself out still. I mean, at this time, I was 21 when I became a father. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure me out. Uh, we're, we'd been married a couple mm -hmm. of years trying to figure my wife out. And now we have this this new human that's been dropped in our life, you know, and trying to figure him out. And what does that look like? And at the time I was actually in the service in the Navy. So it was just crazy. And then college after that. So I know that this message will resonate with the men. If you could, if you could boil down, like what would be the main message in like Becky, actually both you, Mark and Becky both said that, that the message translates to every man. What would be like one of the core things that you would want any man to get? I think more than anything else, and we have spoken in the past about uh, moms have different issues. Moms have different worries than dads. Uh, when I, uh, I believe that dads, when they turn out the lights and they're, they've either getting ready to talk to God or they've spoken to him in the, sea, in the evening or they're getting ready to, they're going to wake up in the morning and start the day fresh. As a dad, what I wanted and what I believe all dads want 
is for their children to succeed. Mm. I believe that they want their children to know the heavenly father that they themselves know. And so they have to have that relationship with their heavenly father. And they want to pass that information, that relationship down to their children as dads. We want to succeed. We want to succeed for our families. We, succeed, we want to succeed financially. We want to succeed spiritually. We want to succeed in every area of our lives. We don't worry about yesterday. We think about tomorrow. And so when we think about tomorrow, what's going to happen tomorrow? What am I going to have to do tomorrow in order to be just as successful as I was today? And so I'm going to have to have a relationship with my heavenly father, who's going to give me wisdom, as James 1.5 says. And then I'm going to share that with my children. In this case, my daughter, I'm going to share that with my children. And then they are going to be able to, I'm going to be able to represent, to model to mentor the success that I have with my heavenly father that they can have. Isn't that amazing truth from scripture though, to just kind of taking some of my story, Mark, and then also filtering my story with what you just said, we learn like learning how to be a father by also being fathered by God. And I've said this over and over on different shows that I've been on. That's how I became a father. Uh, and the father that I am is by being fathered by God. There was exactly. uh, my story is is very similar to maybe a lot of men who are going to be listening to this podcast. Their story was kind of messed up, and their dad wasn't like you. He wasn't present like you. So guys have to pick up, you know, just kind of like where they are on their stage of life and try and figure it out. And there's such an invitation here. What you're saying, Mark, you're inviting men. Hey, get to know your heavenly father. All the longings that you've had for for your earthly father. Although he, he was completely ill-equipped to match those, like he, he just, he could not be Jesus for you. <laughs> and yet in this, in this season, in what you're inviting them into is, hey, get to know your heavenly father. All those needs can be met. And as you learn things from God, you can emulate those for your kids. Do you, is, was that a fair kind of assessment as to what you're, you're getting at? That's perfect assessment. That's a perfect assessment. I, there's a difference in our, in our discussions and uh, together with Becky and I, there's a difference between being a parent, which is knowledge, skills, and abilities of how to change diapers and how to do all of the types of things that dads have to do. But a father is a father. Mm. A father is a heart thing. A father is a heart attitude. A father is, is what he wants to be. Um, he may not, not succeed in, in dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's and all the things he has to do every single day for uh, running his family. I get that. And my dads get that. And they worry about that. Mm-hmm. But then they also have to, they also worry about, I believe, they worry about at the end of the day, it's their relationship with their heavenly father that's going to matter. Mm-hmm. That's what they've, that's what they've sought after. That's what they long for. They, they were born getting, re- being ready to be a father. Mm-hmm. They sometimes didn't connect with their heavenly father, or maybe they didn't have a dad that could step right up and say, son, this is what I think you ought to do. And this is how I succeeded. They might've had that person. And I believe that there are more of those dads than, than we might all be proud to know. And in that and in those circumstances, I want this, this, uh, this book and, and all, and the ministry of the midnight dad devotional to reach out to a dad who maybe hasn't been as successful and and has the opportunity to to step back into a relationship with God. Yeah, that's amazing. And I I just know that you know the the guys who are who are connecting with that. I know that it's just going to be helpful because a lot of guys simply don't know what to do. They I mean they just don't know what to do and they they don't know where to go. I mean, I can tell you as a 
I was the maybe the the weird dad um, growing even before I had seen my son's face other than on a sonogram. I was the I was you know reading you know what to expect while you're expecting. I was that dad. <laughs> like I wanted to know, hey, what what's going on to to be connected with my son even while he was in the womb. And yet at the end of the day, all the books that have been written about fatherhood, none of them are written about my son and how I'm supposed to engage with him or with my daughter. So, um, but yet our heavenly father knows. Uh, the, I, the one of the, sure. I'm sorry. One of the things that um, I tell, the story I, I like to tell and is uh, when I had my first grandson, I was petrified. Hmm. I, and and I, I hope I don't drop him. <laughs> I hope I don't do anything that to ruin him for life, you know. And uh, the, uh, everybody was getting ready to go out, and I was going to be in charge of my first grandson. Hmm. And I wanted to make sure I did that right. I remember that. I remember when my daughter was was brand new. Uh, exact same feelings. They all came rushing back. And fortunately. Uh, Becky was standing in the room and I, I'm petrified and they're walking out the door and I said, what do I do now? And she said, just remember that I'm standing here in front of you and you have succeeded at this already one time. And so you should be able to do this again. And so I have those feelings. I know what new dads are going through. I know what dads are going, I believe I know what dads are going through at, at their stages of life because I've been through them. I, I'm it wasn't easy being a dad. This is the thing that, that we need to tell dads. It is not easy. This is not you. I am certain that a dad gets up in the morning and saying, I don't know how this is going to work today. Uh, this may not be my best stuff, but he gives it a shot. He tries. He he gets in there and he he works at it and he loves his daughter and he loves his son and he loves his children with with the great with the love that his heavenly father has for him. When he does that, he becomes a successful father. He becomes a more way more than competent father. He becomes the dad that he needs to be for his children. Yeah. You know, in the devotion specifically, um, not just online, not just in the community, but in mm -hmm. the book, each one is written not into parenting. They're not, it's not a parenting right. book. And we try to make sure that it's really clear, abundantly cover back, cover inside. You never want to open it up and feel like you're receiving a how-to anything. Mm -hmm. And if the, if the how-to that you read and you come across isn't inspiration to connect to your heavenly father, then we've succeeded. They are 100 connection points mm -hmm. to your heavenly father who is fathering you. If anything, it's a book about being a son mm -hmm. and not a book about being a dad. It's That's a right. book for the father's heart from the heavenly father's heart saying, I have wisdom for you. I do have strength for you. I know what it feels like to get down to the end of yourself. I know what it feels like when you've run entirely out and yet you will keep going and you will get up and you will do it again in the next day and the next day after that, because that's who you are, because that's who I am, says our heavenly father. Wow, and so amazing. that is the heart that we want. You know, just like you said, we want our heavenly father to father these dads. And if they have it, if these are men who are listening now and who are going to grab the book or, you know, wanting to grow in that relationship. Our hope is that this resource does just that. It connects them because you can't pass on if you're not connected in the first place. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I'm just kind of curious because this is, again, it's so unique, Becky, this question would go to you because your work with your dad is so unique. What is it that you would hope to convey, like what message through this would you like to hope or would you like to share with the dads who are, who are getting this material? 
Sure. You know, I think, I think acknowledging the difference between moms and dads is huge. Hmm. Um, I think there are a ton of people who try to point out all of the similarities. And I think that we need to be just as vocal about the ways that we are created intentionally different Mm -hmm. and dads push in different ways and you know inspire and aspire in different ways than moms do. And so for a father, I would hope that he would know that his hope and encouragement is just as important as a mom's. Because I think that we do push hard for a mom to know her place and her value and her role. Um, I think that dads probably question it as well. You've shared that, you know, mm-hmm. you you wondered, and I know my dad has shared in the past that he wondered. But in the same way, I would hope that a father would say, I am worth encouraging, you know, I am worth motivating. I'm worth, you know, this relationship with my heavenly, I'm worth this five minutes, you know, like I'm worth this attention, this intentional connection to God, like who I am as a man is worth this. And so as a wife and a mom, I think it's really powerful just to turn to my own husband and say like, Hey, I know that I've been really focused on what I needed. And I've been really expectant on you to encourage me, but also I want you to know that I value what you do for our family and not just the provider that you are, not just the protector that you are, but the man that you are and the father that you are and that your fathering matters. And I think for a wife or a significant other, or even like a sister or a daughter to say that to the men in her life it is the affirmation of what I think dads really do want to be. And so for a dad, I would hope that he would, um, not, not any wisdom for me. I don't have any, that's not me. That's this guy. It's this guy on the other. He did all that. I came on the book cause I had written six other books, you know, like that's I was not- there going, here's how you write devotions. And here's how you take your sage wisdom. Cause you're a brilliant man and a brilliant writer and you're a brilliant dad and you know a brilliant bible teacher and this is how we practically do it that's what i brought to this you know this is i brought very you know practicality but my heart and my hope for the dads was that they would see that they were worth the five minutes and that they were worth the intention you know that's one of the hardest things that i think uh, that guys all face but that's one of the hardest things that we face because men typically don't ask for help so what you just said becky is hey we're here to help although a man may not ask for it. And it's just, it's refreshing for you to understand this um, because I know that's going to not only benefit your relationship with your dad and you're going to encourage him, but also your husband and also, you know, other people around you, maybe in your, your family sphere, the different men in the family sphere, men have a longing and they want to know that they have what it takes. This is a core longing for every man, every man, every dad, we just do. So we, we live our whole life wondering, okay, do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes for this marriage and this relationship and raising kids and all the other facets of what it takes to be a man or to be a dad? And yet to have somebody who, who knows us and cares about us to affirm that, that value, uh, is, it just carries so much weight. So guys, if you're listening to this, hopefully you can maybe ask your, your wife to listen to this too and whoever else you need to listen to this, uh, you know, significant other, like to listen to this because this is so, so important because although you may never ask the question, hey, could you encourage me? We all need encouragement. This is just, this is just core to some of the desires that we have. I mean, there's a, a great book called Seven Desires and uh, Lazar is the, it's a, it's kind of a pair of Lazar's, their last name, Lazar and Lazar. 
But of the seven desires they talk about is affirmation. We all as human beings have this need for affirmation. And men particularly, and dads particularly, we want to know, hey, do we have what it takes? Because we continually feel like we don't have what it takes. And I think that's because of the fall, which is why your work is so important. And this, the, the work with the community and the devotion and the input and the, and the truth, all of that stuff is so, so important. It's really very important. Uh, we, at the end of virtually every prayer, uh, nightly prayer uh, on Facebook, um, one of the things that uh, I always want the dad to know is that they can make it. They've got this. That they're going to that they're going to succeed. Um, they're going to connect with their heavenly father. Heavenly father is going to be the prime motivator in their success. They have to know that. They have to believe that going in. When they do. They start, uh, they, they return nightly. Um, they return nightly because someone is reminding them who, who for that very short period of time speaks into their heart from, from God's heart. Mm-hmm. And they're going to hear those words and they're going to experience just for a moment an understanding and a confidence that God loves them. We don't. We 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 talk about God loving us, and and we sort of um, schmooze that over to encompass everything. But as you say, Chad, it is that dads want and need. We call it affirmation, but dads want and need respect. They need to know that they are valuable in their own situation uh, when they are in business, when they're out doing whatever they're doing. You know. Uh, in the pipeline, driving a truck, uh, loading gross, whatever, loading groceries, all the things that dads do, they're important. And they want to know that they're important at home. They want to know that they know that, that, that there's no doubt that they are important in their life, fam- in their family's life and their family situation. When they do, when they can receive that, and if it's, if it's the nightly prayer, or if it's, uh, um, the wise words of a loving uh, uh, spouse or significant other or daughter or son saying, dad, I really appreciate what you've done today. That moves mountains in that dad's life. He knows that he can get up in the morning and whatever has to be done, he will be able to do it because someone recognized what he had done today. And now, let's you know let's be honest. Oh, As sorry. men, a lot of times when somebody encourages us, it makes us just want to pull our shirt open, right? And be like, <laughs> now we feel like Superman. I mean, that's what we feel like in those settings, right. isn't it? Yeah. That's exactly right. And 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 the and and I don't have to have very many of those. When you stop and think about it, when being honest, we don't have to have very many of those mm-hmm. because a lot of a few of those go away, go a long way. Mm-hmm. And that's why we wrote that's why we wrote a hundred devotionals. Mm-hmm. It's not one for every day. Yeah. Uh, each one is going to address a different um, issue in dad's life, the different mm-hmm. oper- different place where God spoke to someone, a, a man uh, and a man or woman in scripture. And so that our dad can see himself in that circumstance. Um, maybe he didn't hide in the wine press like Gideon and, and be later on called mighty man of valor. Or maybe he didn't drag uh, you know, 200 pounds of fish up the beach to talk to Jesus. In those circumstances, though, those were done for a reason. And God saw the strength in that man or those men in that instance, in that circumstance, and said, that's valuable to me. 
Mm-hmm. Father or dad, you are valuable to me. You were, I was, uh, that, that man in scripture was valuable to me. You're experiencing the same type of circumstance, same kind of difficulty, same type of problem, same type of worry, and you are valuable to me too. And so I want you to have this, circum- this, this uh, uh, example mm-hmm. of where I touched another man or woman in scripture and know that you can experience that same peace or success or, or promise that I did for them, I will do for you. Yeah. And that's why when you open up the book or you come to the page, you're never going to find any sort of nagging prayer. Nope. There's never the prayer for the dad who isn't going to make it. It's only the <laughs> prayer for the dad who is going to make it. That's it's right. It's only the prayer for the dad who did try his hardest. It's Mm -hmm. only the prayer for the dad who knows where his strength comes from, Mm -hmm. because it's always the reminder of who this dad really is at his core, not who he feels like he is today, not who he might experience himself to be today, but how God truly sees him. And that's why, especially from the wife's side or the mom's side, she can hand this book to her husband and confidently feel like he isn't going to say, you know, here's a hundred ways where you need God. You know, it's a hundred <laughs> ways where you are already the man because you have the guy. That's you know, it. you're already the man because you're connected to the guy. So, um, yeah, we always call the dad up. We always point to these places in scripture. Mm-hmm. And that was the intention of writing the hundred devotions, finding practical people that God already met in the Bible. And like dad said, it might not be, you might not be bringing in a big load of fish. That might not be your story. You might not be, you know, going through these exact situations, but you are facing similar struggles. And Mm -hmm. if God met them, the promise is that God will meet you too. Oh, that's so good. And it's really encouraging because I think there's so many things out there and out on Instagram and I'm, I'm active on Instagram and trying to encourage guys, but uh, I think, you know, just from being out there in, in the man space, the dad space, there's so much negativity, uh, just kind of like, you know, the idea where I'm just going to beat you up for 12 rounds. And then, then after that, then you're going to feel like a real winner and you're going to really pull through. And I think that that's really the tone of what a lot of, of men's work and dad's work is. So even in, in, you can say the same thing, but put it in a way to say, Hey, you're going to succeed. And here in, in, I'm, I'm allowing you to kind of, just see a vision for the, for the man that you want to be, which I think is incredible. Uh, that's really insightful. And I think as, as guys, you know, as they just engage on the page and then also through the, through the devotional, I think just embracing this guys, I mean, we are, we are about uh, the five F's here at men of iron. And one of those is faith and family. So we're connecting two of the uh, two of the five F's for you to be encouraged in your faith and also to be a better dad, to embrace your role as a dad, to be encouraged to do so, and lean into your Heavenly Father. Well, we have a couple minutes left on this show. Is there anything you guys would like to say while we close it out? Becky? Oh, you know, I feel like just Chad, I'm, I know that we'll do appropriate closing at the end, but I just thank you for what you do for men. You know, I'm, I hope you don't cut it out. I hope you leave it in because I think the work that you do is so important. And I think dad's listening. It's so important to, to know who you are and to have someone speak into your true identity. And that happens when someone sees you for who you are and then speaks into your true identity. And I know that happens here. And we are so grateful that you gave us the chance to, you know, speak to these dads and, and remind them that we see them too and that their heavenly father sees them. So I got, I have nothing else. 
Dad, what about you? Well, I would say that I would say that listening to Chad on this on this uh, uh, podcast and listening to his heart, I can tell that he's successful, that he reaches men, and I'm glad to be able to be a part of this of this uh, discussion today. And I also think that uh, in keeping with that, I, I want to be able to speak to to the men that would be listening here, uh, and I would say, come on up. Come on up. No matter what you've been through today, there's there's more. There is more for you. Uh, the world sometimes I've said, you know, uh, we get up in the morning and the world, you know, rips our arms off and beats us bodily about the head and shoulders with us with them. And but yet, Dad, you're going to succeed. You're going to succeed because you never stop. Mm-hmm. Scripture tells us that we only fail when we stop moving. And we're only afraid when we fail and so, or believe that we have failed. And so what we want to do, and I hope that the men that are listening understand and know that failure is not guaranteed. We say sometimes failure is not an option. It's always an option. There's that. We all take that. We all see failure every single day, but you don't have to pick it. You don't have to choose it. You can choose to succeed. You can choose to reach up to your heavenly father. You know he's there. Reach up to your heavenly father and take what he is more than willing, more than gracious enough to show to shower his love and his concern and his peace and his provision and his and and everything that he has for you when he breathed life into Adam and Eve. That was the opportunity, and we have that within us to receive what you have, Heavenly Father, what you have for us. And so, Dad, come up, reach up, and take a hold of it. Wow, that's an encouraging word. Mark, thank you so much for your wisdom. Becky, thank you for your wisdom and just being able to come on the show today. It's been a pleasure for me, and I'm encouraged. So just in listening to this, you know, and being the host of the show, I'm encouraged. I can't wait to, to play this back join the community myself. We'll make sure we put all the stuff in the show notes, get your message out there. We applaud you at Men of Iron. We really applaud what you both are doing. Uh, you, Becky, for moms, and then also Mark, you for dads. And uh, just keep doing it. We're cheering you on. We're all on the same team and we're expanding the kingdom of God together. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Amen. Thanks again for having us. Thanks, Chad. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Men of Iron podcast. For more information about Men of Iron, you can go to menofiron.org. Now, today you've been given some good manly encouragement, specifically for you dads, stepdads, and granddads. And now it's your turn. If you found today's content helpful, go tell a friend. Please leave us a rating and review. Consider hitting that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now it's time for all of us to do what Theodore Roosevelt said, create act get action do things be sane don't fritter away your time take a place wherever you are and be somebody hey dads get action